Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? What's going on, Lenny Poo Poo? Uh, not much. It's a pretty nice day as we're recording this. A little chilly, but um, I'm thinking it's a pretty good week so far. I uh, can't believe that it's almost over, but hey, that was it was a good productive week. How about you? Yeah, I had a busy week. I said to somebody today, it's sort of getting like pre-COVID time because especially this month of May, and usually month the May is a crazy month anyway. But there's so much to do and so many things, and it's all good. But you know what a lot of it is? Making time for people and friends to have lunch or go out to dinner and or have yeah. a coffee. And I just try to make those things happen and it, because you just keep putting things on the back burner and um, mm-hmm. better off to do it. So, yeah. So I'm clearly. That's what I'm doing. Well, um, to, that, to your point, uh, I think I may have said this last week, but it's worth repeating, that the week uh, last Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, that, not this week, but the past week, is when uh, I was with two college friends, and we went to uh, Woodlock, and I think I may have mentioned right. that last week. Yeah, you did. But, 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 you know, the thing that I think about after the fact and as much as I've been reading about this, the one of the, the significant differentials between people who live to 100 and people who die relatively young is friendships and, and social capital and how our thoughts and, and our time commitments shift as we get older to spending more time with the people that nurture and support us, friends, yeah. family, all that stuff, and how critically important that is to the quality of our life and to something that's just, in general, called happiness. And yeah, it's not, uh, yeah. 
Well, no, but you know what I was just thinking? I wish social mm. capital could equate to dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because I mean, there's really, some people that would be so rich. <laughs> I would be loaded at this point. You yes, know what I mean? you would. Dear God. But yeah. it, is, and, it is wealth. It is, though. That's the thing. It is wealth in so many ways that we just don't think about or pay attention to enough or or to understand the work, and I say this, the work that's involved in maintaining any type of anything, whether it's your, your, your figure or your health or your um, social responsibilities, your social interaction, your social relationships, um, making money, doing the, the working hard to get that done, everything requires work. In, in the broad, to, I don't mean it as like, oh, God, it's arduous, hard work. It's work, and it's all about how hard you work at something for the most part is how it was successful in the long run. Because social, I talk to Alex Missouri about this all the time. When people are social, like Alex is and like I am, and you were, and you you have these relationships where you have connections to people, and you can make those calls and do what you need to do. That just doesn't happen magically. It's 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 keeping the connections and keeping those relationships valid, and keeping them what's the relevant and and up to date, and all of those things, and caring. Let people know you care about them. And you want to know how they're doing and remembering their family and remembering things about them. That's so like their birthdays. important. Birthdays, anything. That's why I do every, I'm so on email or on Facebook, any friend I have, you know, birthdays come up. And I, every single, now I don't do it, I try to do it daily. I might miss a day or two, but I then I put in happy belated birthday to every single person that I'm friends with when their name pops up. Even if I'm not friendly with them, I send a birthday, um, happy birthday, because I think those things are important. It's just a, it's just a nice way. You know, I, I said to Meyer yesterday, we were out and I, this woman came up, we were at a grocery store, and I, this woman came up, or she was waiting on us, and she just seemed a little... You know, it's really not too friendly. And I said, oh, honey, I, I love your eyelashes. And because she had pretty eyelashes on. And she said, oh, thank you. And this big smile came on her face. But prior to that, she was just doing her job, polite, but not overly effusive. And you say something to someone, and you could see their whole demeanor shift. Yeah. And so, I mean, I know I'm off a little on what we're saying, but it's it's, it's not you have to pay attention to whatever it is you want to do, and therefore those kind of things, you know, that health is wealth thing, friendships are wealth, what you do. I mean, that's why that, that's what I love that term, social capital. I love it. It is. Yeah, it is and a very important thing. And, I, and I, when I thought of it and I thought about how much, how prominent a role that plays in and happiness, and especially for people who um, are, I don't even want to use the term elderly, because that's got a whole other connotation to it, but, but people who are, let's say, over the seventh decade, um, and, and they're looking at the quality of their lives as a, 
culture, we tend to warehouse them. You know, let's just put them in a 55-plus community or put them in some place where they can be safe and happy. And it's always about the physical reality of their lives. And yet what's most important is the social aspect of their lives, of having that whole fear of loneliness, of being isolated, which was only aggravated by the whole COVID thing. But now people are starting to recognize how critical that is to someone's physical well-being and how interconnected the physical and the mental and the emotional well-being is. And as a society, we've always paid more attention to the physical concerns and uh, aging in place and all that other kind of stuff. But they're finding more and more that it's not necessarily the people who are that well protected with the grab bars and the it's more the people who have social connections that really thrive in this environment and live much longer than their peers so when i think of social capital you were the first one i thought of because i know that you and i'm not saying that you do it on purpose to keep score but that you are somebody who has a significant amount of social capital, and you are someone who um, cultivates that intentionally. And it's a good thing because it will serve you well, you know, as, as you age. And I think for those people that are not aware of the fact of how important that is, and especially families who think they're doing the right thing for their parents by parking them somewhere they need to understand that that social aspect no really it is they need to understand that social aspect is is really important yeah but i think though lynn i think though that part of the social interaction is when people do live with other people they Mm -hmm. do tend to be more social than if maybe they lived alone they wouldn't oh, yeah. interact as much because of that. Yes, so, and, I, and know, I think that that these planned communities that people have where um, they have the little tiny seven to 800 square foot houses, but yes, they, they're, they're all that. independent. You know, we've talked mm-hmm. about these many times. But yeah. it gives them their sense of privacy, their sense of space, but still a part of a community. And that's the piece that people need. And I wish more builders around here or anywhere would would do more like that. Yeah. Well, I think, I I don't know how, I I don't mean this age-related at all, but I do think that the Laceworks Project, um, Donnie Rinaldi has spoken several times about that. I do think his idea and how, what he intends on incorporating into that whole community is going to be much more like a little village in and of itself. Now, I don't know what, there's, it's certainly not an older, it's, it's, it's open to everybody. But the point is, is that's not a bad idea either, that everybody yeah, like be it. there and all of those pockets of people are there. Because let's face it, older people get such joy out of 
listening and watching and being friends with the younger population and vice versa. Like it's so important to sit and listen to an older person and tell stories and, you know, what they have to say. And like even just listening to your Patrick, when we go out and we ask questions about, you know, Vietnam or different things that we may not know and and he tells us about it or the experience he has. Like those are things listening to veterans or anybody to tell you those stories. I used to love to sit and listen to my grandmother, Michael Jerry, and this is what it used to be like then. And when we washed clothes, we literally, we didn't have a machine, Laurie. We were washing them on a washboard when we were little girls. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. And no yeah. wonder my grandmother's fingers were arthritic when she was older because, you know, it was not even the, the hot water. I mean, it was cold. Like, there were just so many different things that you can learn and, and just think about and think, oh, my God. And then follow up with being appreciative and grateful for what we do have. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's all, it's really cool. But you're right, Lynn, more builders need to look at those things. And, yeah. like, you know what would be the perfect location for something like that? Is, um Is the old oral school, where the, the, that piece of land, that old, those buildings that Marywood owns, and it was supposed to be purchased by somebody that's over in the green yeah. Yeah. Like I look at that every time I go by and think, man, if that could be like if there could be adaptive reuse there of those buildings and what it is and and plan a community of of that like that would be another great place. And on top of the fact that what what the Rinaldis are doing at uh, the lace works. I, I just think mm-hmm. I've gone I drive by there all the time just to check it out. It's really looking great over there. Yeah. So I can't <laughs> wait. I know they do tours and different people have seen it but I haven't gotten in, and Donnie said, call me, and I'll take you through. So I'm going to do that because I want to see what it's like. And you're, it's convenient to everything. There's a bank mm-hmm. across the street. There's a pharmacy. There's a, uh, a grocery store, right? You know, everything is right there. Now, I don't know what exactly they're putting in the village itself, but I think all of just to be so close to all those other amenities, I think, I think yeah, it needs to be thought of more because, um, you know, all lo- all roads lead. You know, Scranton is the center of the universe, so we might as well yes. make sure we mm-hmm. keep everybody here and uh, do that. So, yeah, I I think it's a uh, it's a neat thing. But well, anyway. that's a, yeah, that's a cool thing, and and I think that yeah. we are starting to rethink this concept as a as a society about the isolation of the fifty five plus community versus people younger than that because as patrick has always said that's one of the reasons he hates the thought of going to florida he said to me it's like god's waiting room and he said i don't really want to be around people who are in their 80s and 90s i love being around kids and families they just i love them i love being around them and seeing them so i i think we need to start looking at integrating the old thing that you and I grew up with, where we had three generations in one in yeah. one house. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. value in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So well, we're going to take, take a quick break. Yeah, and we'll be right yeah, back. You're listening. you're listening. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn's show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly... Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. 
Laurie Catton can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Catton lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Good morning. I am Lynn Evans, and I am Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm just giving a big shout-out, Lynn. I'm looking across the street, and uh, I've yeah. spoken about him before, but my good buddy, Mr. Phil Spatil, who is the mailman, mail carrier extraordinaire for the United States Post Office, I'm sitting in my office at Broadway and, and staring at Phil as he does his hard work, and it is, what time? 5.05 on a Thursday night, and these guys never, these guys and ladies never stopped. They go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And Phil is one of the kindest, sweetest guys. He's a West Sider, baby. Oh. And, uh, yeah, grew up in West Side, doesn't live there now, but is a West Sider, and he's just a hell of a nice guy, and I love him. So I just was looking across the street, so shout out to Phil, to Till. And also, <laughs> someone, I was talking to my sister Barbara last week, and she said, oh, somebody's here. You want to talk, say hi to them? And I said, sure. Because, of course, the, you know, the, the pronoun there was him. So, of course, I'm going to yeah. say yes, Lynn. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I said, um, I said, of course. Yeah. So it was, it was Barry Bowen, Mr. Westside himself over there. And he's on Orm Street. He lives on Orm Street. And Barbara is right up, uh, you know, next to the Cathedral Cemetery. And so Barry and I had a long conversation. But he started by saying, how can I be talking to you on the phone? I just got walked out of my car and you were on the radio. I said, isn't it amazing that I'm such a multitasker? So anyway, he said, Laurie, I listen to your show every week. I said, oh, thank you, Barry. He said, yeah, I I just, I love it. I said, well, thanks for listening. And he, I said, I'm going to give you a big shout out next week. So Big shout out to Barry Bowen, and he said that his young son, I think his name is Seth, he was wanted to go somewhere with him on a Saturday morning, and he said, I'm not getting in the car with truck with you, Dad. And he said, why? He said, number one, you smoke a cigar. Number two, you listen to talk radio. <laughs> so, right <laughs> there. But anyway, so hi to him. And then, you know, someone we do talk about often, but never in the role of listening to us 
which she does, is Miss Sandy Pagnani. Sandy mm-hmm. is a, a hairstylist who owns City Limits in Clark Summit. And she's a dear friend of mine, and, she, and Lynn, you know her well. And she also yep. is a Sabika jewelry um, uh, consultant. And so I do several parties a year. Well, we do two, but then we do other purchases throughout the year. And, and, the, and some of the money from the sales, both in the right at this time of the year, we just had one on Monday night, and, at, and then in November, close to Christmas, we do very well. And Hospice of the Sacred Heart is the, the beneficiary of the kindness of Sandy and Sabika in general. And I say this all the time, that supporting women-owned businesses is really um, – a good thing to do. And we always speak highly, Lynn, you and I, of supporting other women. And and we talked about this before, but I'm going to say it again. Sabika is a is a is a woman owned company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The owner of the company is a Austrian immigrant who moved to Pittsburgh and raised her family and started a business with her friend who still lives in Austria. And they combined their first names, took a um, syllable of one name and a syllable of the other, and came up with Sabika. And that is the name of the, and it's 20, they're 20 years old, and they, they were the business. And her two younger daughter, Karen's two younger daughters, uh, are one's a, a, a designer, the other's a media, um, like a, uh, in advertising. Um, she does the work for that on the PR side, and then the other one in the, uh, designing and and they they use artisans in many different countries to help them craft their jewelry and then sell it in their business and then put it out to whomever um, who wants to buy it and it's done through consultants and I just love it you know I love it it's beautiful stuff it's um, high quality it's costume jewelry but it's very well done and um it it really is they do a beautiful job with it so sandy is a consultant and has been for years and sandy and i have become very good friends through this whole process but aside from sabika she's just a wonderful person runs her own business and does this on the side and she's very very good at it and we've all you know we've all become close it's just a whole other family of the Sabika family, because we have so many ladies who love it, and, uh, you know, even if it's a, a pair of earrings, it's just a great thing. So um, a big shout-out to Sandy because she said, I listen all the time, and I take, try to take away things you tell me, um, you know, <laughs> that you're talking about on the, on the show and, and apply them. So that, that's always a good thing. But Sandy's a, a, a wonderful woman, a woman-owned business, and also she – then consults for another woman-owned business. So it's always like it's one, it just goes full circle to me, Lynn, with, with Sandy, because um, you know the stuff is stunning. It's gorgeous stuff, actually, and you, you, you have several pieces, and you, you've been yep. there, and you know, and you also buy it or buy me gift certificates, more importantly. <laughs> but it's, it's, yes. just, it's, a, yeah, it's a good thing, and it's just, it's, I don't know. I just like it when things all work like that. So, Do you know um, how Sandy got involved with Sabika in the first you know, place? Why, why Sabika? Yeah. You know, she told me about it, and I, I really can't remember. 
Um, okay. What happened? I don't remember the story. I know that I happened to be at another a nail salon that I used to go to in Clark Summit, and um, I thought my she, Karen had a pair of earrings, and I said I love those earrings, and she said Oh, there's the beak. I said What? And she said Yeah, yeah, but you have to go. So I went online, and they were talking about consulting opportunities. I'm thinking, oh, man, I mean, I could talk a dog off a meat wagon. Maybe I should look at doing something like that. So I started looking at it, put some information in just to kind of see what, you know, you had to do, what the requirements were. And they said, they got back to me and said, we'll have Sandy Pagnani call you. And so then Sandy and I talked, and we became instant, instant friends. And then I decided, she said, well, no, now here's what you can do. If you And I said, yeah, I don't want to do all the other stuff. I just want to pull together people, have these parties, get people to believe that, you know, and, and, and think they want this jewelry because it's special and pretty. And, um, and then at the same time, make money for one of the organizations that I do work for, that my company is contracted yeah. through. So it kind mm-hmm. of works out. It's beautiful. It's a great thing. And it's, it's, we, I've been doing this, Lynn, now for 10 years. It is 10 years? 10 years, yes. Wow. Yep. I didn't realize it was that long. Well, and so I how many, I worked, I how many pieces do you have? Like 100 oh, pieces? How many have I given away, more importantly? Oh, but you know what, okay. I just don't. I, I, the other thing is, it, first we did it for the Coleman Foundation. And then um, Broadway Theater got some money one time from it, and uh, the Scranton Cultural Center. And then when I started working for hospice, we we just I just kept doing it for hospice because it makes sense. So, um, and then we do okay. the party at Mansour's. Uh, you know, Carolyn Baldy Catalano, who owns Mansour's, we do it up there and. Sandy puts it's the perfect place for it because all of the jewelry is out and displayed, and on the on the one um, cabinet that she has that's real long, and then you do, we just come in after hours and it's it's it works out beautifully. So we just did that Monday night. Another six, the, the brand new collections out for this quarter. They do four collections a year, and then they do every week they do another piece or two that they put out for sale. So there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it and on it and then um, yeah it's just it's fun but we just that was one thing I did this week so it was a crazy week but we were there and um, uh, it was a good turnout and we raised you know people spent a lot of money make buying some jewelry so that's good that's good yeah so we used to just shout out to those those uh, two friends and keep listening. You have any shout-outs? Hmm. No, I was just thinking about that. Well, the only shout-outs I have are birthdays. So I, I'd oh. like to wish um, a friend of ours, Patrick's and mine, Beverly Haight. Um, this is, uh, as we're recording today on the 4th, this is her birthday. My brother-in-law, David Gilbert, or as you would probably say, Gilbert, <laughs> David Gilbert, <laughs> it was his birthday on Tuesday, and um, tomorrow is another friend um, uh, that would be Richard Murray, and his birthday on Cinco de Mayo, uh, which we uh, will be gone by the time you're listening to this, but Cinco de Mayo, big, big night, big day. So happy mm-hmm. birthday, Richard Murray. 
to uh, Beverly Haight and David Gilbert this week. Yeah, and one of my good friends' birthday is uh, Cinco de Mayo, and he's the big, he's going to kill me, but I don't care. The big five-o, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Albert Durunda, his birthday oh, is uh, yeah. uh, May 5th, and he's the big five-o. I'm repeating that again in case you didn't hear mm-hmm. me. He's 50. And um, <laughs> Al Durunda, happy, happy birthday to an incredible guy. He's one of my best buddies. Uh, I've known him for years and years and years. I love him. Love his wife, Lisa. I love his son, Nicholas, and his daughter, Aaliyah. Aaliyah just got accepted to the University of Pittsburgh, uh, and she's going for nursing. So she'll be graduating from Abington Heights and moving to Pittsburgh to um, study nursing. And it's all good because we could use as many good nurses as we can get. So congratulations to Aaliyah, and congratulations to Al. Happy birthday, my friend. I love you to pieces. Happy birthday. Enjoy your day and the rest of your 50th year. So um, mm-hmm. did I say Actually, he be- starts. No, actually, he's starting <laughs> his 51st year today. It, when well, his I know. Is. My father used to say that, too, but who cares? Yeah. I, don't, I don't say that. I can't okay. do that. No. I have to just go with it. I used to drive me nuts when my father would make me a year older by saying that. Yeah, don't. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, but there you go, Lynn. So we're um, all right. My so when we talked before about social capital, there was a, one little quote that I thought you'd be interested in because it's pretty funny. And this comes from uh, a book that's called Women, Aging, and Myths by Dr. Patrick Roden. And it's called, the subtitle is 10 Steps to Loving Your Long Life. But he talks about building social capital. And he said this, my sister has a close network of boomer women friends who are divorced or never married. They take trips and vacations, go to movies, attend parties and family functions, and provide support in times of need together. They are like spouse stand-ins, but not exactly. Many of these women are successful in careers, have investments and savings, live in comfortable homes, and have no kids or husbands. They have this funny line about women either aging gracefully, or becoming real estate agents. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah, and my sister and her friends now fix flat tires and gutters, tasks they once would have delegated to husbands. They're going to get T-shirts made saying, I'm becoming the man I always wanted to marry. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's good. That's really good. So anyway, we'll, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Stay tuned. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. 
We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call. I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this, this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to the Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account, uh, my payroll taxes. They take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. And I am a certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we decided that we're going to do some more of our infamous questions that came to us from a man named Bob, I still don't know how to pronounce his last name, um, Tide, T-I-E-D-E, it's either Tidy, Tide, whatever it is. Anyway, um, let's, let's go and jump into some of these. Um, what is the difference between living and existing? Oh, man. Well, living would be just blossoming and blooming where you're planted and doing all the things you need to do that make you happy and make you joyful. And existing is going through the motions. Uh, I would say it's exactly the same thing. The existing part is just getting up in the morning, doing the things that you need to do, and going to sleep at the end of the day. Yeah, existing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, living is is looking at life from the perspective of, you know, what what can I do today to make a difference in in my life and somebody else's life, and and enjoying the being in the moment, and really just loving what you're where you are, like you said, where you're planted, and that's it. And and I think that yeah, that like, is an important distinction. Well, life is is living. Living is is life with love, and existing is life without it. Okay. That's what I would say. But go ahead. When you are 80 years old, what will matter to you the most? Um, That I still look like I'm 60. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be a big phase, factor. Huh? That would be a big factor. And okay. um, that I would be mo- probably most is that I would be healthy enough, and I say enough because, you know, as healthy as I possibly can be to be able to enjoy um, the um, – my my life and do things that continue to make me happy. Just to be able to keep doing to the what I can possibly do best, and as, as, as no matter how old I am, 80, 70, 90, whatever, as long as I just you know feel like I can do, and my you know kids are healthy, and you know it's all about health. I think so. That's yeah. what I would. Help. What about you? Well, I think that. To me, the most important thing would be to have as many of my friends and relatives still on the planet, you know, okay. because when you get to 80, um, you know, the attrition rate gets pretty high. Yeah, I so, know. You know, I think that it would be profoundly sad to lose some of the people that, as we talked about before in social capital, those people are the ones that, that keep me alive and keep fun in my life and, and make me laugh and all that good stuff. So happiness, you know, and, and I think if those people were not physically around or if I watched them go through some pretty horrible deaths or whatever you want to call it, end of life, that would make me very sad. So I would cherish most having those people still in my life. And another yeah, question. I agree with that. I mean, that that's definitely a, a part of it, and that's sort of what I guess I mean, too, without pinpointing that. But, you know, as Leo Moskowitz once said in an interview, God love him, he lived to be, what, 105, 106, something yeah. like that. Someone said to him, what is, what is the best part of being older? He said, to being, you know, 100 or over 100, he said, no peer pressure. <laughs> That's true. I like I that. that. Yeah, that was uh-huh. a good line. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. That was very good. Yeah. Um, in the haste of your daily life, what are you not seeing? No. Um. I don't know. I don't know that answer because I tend to be someone who notices the simple things, Uh, Mm -hmm. looking at clouds, looking at flowers, looking at animals, birds, looking at people who have public displays of affection, um, things that I think, oh, look at how nice that was. So I tend to be someone who really pays attention to my surroundings for the most part. I don't know... I don't know. Um, I, I, that's a hard one for me because I really try to be in the moment, even even when it gets crazy. I I really just try to do that. So I I don't know. Um, maybe um, um, I don't know. Uh, do, doing things that I should. Uh, I don't know. I can't even tell you that answer. That's a hard one for okay. me. What, what do you do? All right. Well, I would say that what I don't see too often is that I get so in my head uh, about things 
that I'm not present and I'm, and I'm concerned yeah. about a lot of things that I probably should just let it go because it doesn't really make any difference. You know, I, I can't make a difference in the outcome of whatever this is. And so instead of me trying to, to do these things and be in my head about it, what I'm not seeing are the things around me, like the craziness of the two cats I have. They're funny. They really are funny. Right. And they, right. and I just don't see them. I just kind of, she passed them. Um, the things that I do so much, I see as a chore instead of seeing things that I really might enjoy doing them if I looked at it another way. Uh, so, you know, I, it's that kind of stuff that I just wish more of my focus could be on being present rather than being in my head. So that's how I would answer that question. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do we got going on there? Um, I know. That's why I just put you on mute because next door, I'm, I told you I'm at Broadway and they're, they must be hanging something for something and like you can hear everything. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> what is your most beloved childhood memory? And there's probably many of them, but what's your most beloved one? You go first. All right. I'd say my most beloved memory is probably the the ones that uh, had to do with us having picnics as a family and going to a place that was right really right across the street from Keystone College. And it was, I can't think of the name of it, but it was a, park kind of place where you pulled into it long 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 areas along riverbed and plenty of tables and i just remember that there was always on my mom's family my mom's family there was always one of my mom's brothers who were responsible for getting there really early and getting about six to eight tables so that the whole family could be together and we used to play badminton. We would we would cook on grills. We would, and of course, my mom and my my aunts and my my cousins. We would all bring food that was typical picnic food, you know, like the pasta salads, the potato salads, the, the, my mother's infamous Jello salads, and um, everybody would just kind of go from table to table and try this and try that. And everybody was very, very open to sharing anything that they had. So we'd cook the burgers and the dogs and the stuff like that. Nobody had steaks, but we would just do those kind of things and and just have a lot of fun together as a group. And then we'd go into the river and uh, go swimming. And there's a whole bunch of stories around that. But, uh, you know, they had an outhouse and it was it was just classic stuff but there were probably about 10 to 15 cousins my first cousins and um my mom's family cousins husbands wives kids it was just a lot of fun and we'd go early in the morning we'd get there about eight or nine o'clock in the morning and stay until sunset and uh the whole day was just filled with a lot of fun and we would get home and just 
kind of pass out at that point. The kids were all so exhausted. I, but of I course, it, yeah. But it was up to the moms, of course, to have to clean up everything. But it, nevertheless, it was it was a great great memory of just truly being in the present and enjoying everything that the outdoors had to offer. And it was a great memory. Wonderful times. Yeah. And the place well, is still there. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I, I think two things come to mind. One, when my father would come home um, before we moved from our first house, my mother would say, Daddy's home, and we would all run out the door and run down the steps and run to my father, you know, screaming. Mm-hmm. And we did that so much when he would come home from work. And it was just such a fun thing to, like, I remember running out the door and he'd had his, his arms wide open and we'd all, the four, the three of us, because Timmy was, I don't even know, I think Timmy was probably too little at that point, but we all would just run to him. Maybe he didn't because I was, like, six, uh, seven when we moved. So maybe, I mean, but it was, and then the other thing was on Sundays we would, I'll be at my grandmother's house in the morning after church. We would go to catechism, and then we would, the eight of us would walk from Saint, from Holy Cross Church up to my, my, my Nana's house on Meridian Avenue, and all of my, my dad and um, his brothers and, and the wives would all be there with my grandmother, and she would have cinnamon buns, you know, hidden in the dryer Ooh, because my father would eat them. Did you hear what I said? Hidden in the dryer because my father would eat them. And she had to to save some for for her grandchildren. So we would all run up, and it was just so much fun. And and then that night we would go back to my grandmother's for cake and dessert and coffee, and we would watch Lassie, like sometimes 20 of us were sitting in my grandmother's living room watching Lassie on Sunday night. So <laughs> those, kind of, those kind of things were always fun. And, you know, just to, to, mm-hmm. to be with family and to have that kind of love, you know, that was that's what I remember most. Anyway, but so we're near the end of our um, time with you. So we yes. hope you have a really nice weekend and uh going to be a nice one, so take advantage of planting those flowers and everything else you have to do. And speaking of that, Hospice is having a flower sale, too, just so we know. Big, beautiful uh, 14-inch pot hydrangeas in red, pink, or coral. You can go on the Hospice website, which is uh, hospicesacredheart.org if you want something. And they're beautiful. My sister Barbara from Cadden Florist orders them and gets them. They're a 14-inch patio pod geraniums with either all three of those, either one of those three colors. There are two vinca vines included and a spike in the middle. And they're pretty, and they're $50 a piece or two for 90 And, again, the flower sale benefits Hospice of the Sacred Heart as well. So plant your flowers. Look out. You pick them up. Those flowers you can pick up right before Memorial Day on the 24th or 25th at my sister's at Cadden Forest. So just another little plug on that, hospicesacredheart.org if you want more info. And we will be back next week. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you soon. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.